In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed, because after all, it's only one day of your life. What up, Betches? Welcome back to another episode of our weekly podcast, Betches Brides. I'm your host, Taylor Schrecker, and today we're going to be doing a podcast about how you call off your wedding and really more so what the F do you do when you call off your wedding? How to go about it? Can you go about it? We got two amazing experts here who are going to break it on down. But before we get to that, you guys take a break from the stress of wedding planning with our weekly newsletter because it's a lot more enjoyable to hear wedding advice from us rather than your mother-in-law. That's right. Betches is launching a new weekly email newsletter as the go-to source for all things weddings, planning, wedding drama, and so much more. So subscribe now so you don't miss out by going to betches.co slash Brides newsletter. Okay, so right now, let me introduce Devin and Jessica. Devin, Jessica, hi girls. Hi. Hey. And you guys are the founders of DIY Breakup. You can follow them on Instagram at DIY Breakup. And okay, so first things first, what is DIY Breakup? So basically right now what DIY Breakup is, is an online community and platform to support anything around calling off your wedding. Okay. Whether your plans have changed and you just decide, you know, you no longer want to go through with it or maybe you booked a venue you no longer want to commit to. Okay, so I have a feeling that you guys launched this because of your own personal experiences. Yep. So who called their wedding off? That was me. Hey, girl. Yeah. I didn't, and I got a divorce. So trust me, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now who might even be married mm-hmm. who are like, fuck, I wish I had done that. So yeah. Devin, tell us your story. So I had been dating someone for around six years and 90 days before we were supposed to get married, I found out he had been cheating on me for the past six months. Son of a bitch. Yep. And we decided to cancel the wedding. Well, I did. Of course. (laughs) The relationship, the wedding, everything. Did he try to use the wedding as a way to like get you to not leave him and cancel the wedding or was he pretty like, like, did he take basically responsibility for his actions? Yes. He... uh, admitted to what he had done or what he was doing um there was never a conversation of maybe we should make this work or maybe we shouldn't cancel it was okay you're gonna leave right now and then when i'm at work at some point you're gonna move out and that's that wow girl i'm impressed that takes a lot of fucking strength like no joke thank you um okay and then jess what's your story so i basically never grew up thinking about my wedding it was just like a thing that i didn't think about And so I was with my now husband uh, for about six years. We were long distance. Eventually, we got engaged. And after the engagement, you have to plan a wedding because that's pretty much what comes next. And so we kind of took our time. I think we were engaged for about two years. And we started falling into like traditional wedding planning, like booking a venue and like doing all these things that I never thought that I wanted to do. And so after we booked our venue, we went back for our food tasting and it was so bad. Stop. It was so bad. And you know what? The food tasting, like they're bringing their A game. So mm-hmm. if it's bad for two, exactly. it's atrocious for like 
a hundred plus people. And like I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's Italian. I'm Jewish. We care about two things like <laughs> family and food. And that's it. Like you can't get the food right. No. It's not going to work. So we called off our venue, um, decided to have a backyard wedding, but in the process lost thousands of dollars. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's the thing is whether you are in a situation like Devin um, and you like have to get out for whatever reason or you guys are still going to be together, but you mm-hmm. realize your wedding planning isn't going that well. Here was the thing was when I got married, my wedding planner, I called her and said, I need to postpone the wedding because I was fighting like crazy with his family and it was just too fucking much. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, I don't want to get married like this. You know, it's not fun. Like, I'm not like excited to be in the room with half the people there. So I said, let's postpone the wedding. And she said, honestly, Taylor, either cancel it or go through with it. Because the postponing, you have all the negatives with none of the positives. Right. So she said, it's essentially canceling. Right. Because you lose all of your money. You're going to lose all your money. So what do you want to do? And I wasn't ready to break up yet. So I was a total puss and I went through with the wedding and then we ended up getting divorced like five years later yeah but like that's the thing is even if you guys are together it's if you want to change something I mean plus like weddings bring out crazy shit with family so like canceling stuff it's like it's kind of par for the course Mm -hmm. but like you feel like you can't if you really it's like the one time in your life you're totally stuck yeah and Mm -hmm. unless you have balls like Devin yeah right or you're willing to pay through the nose like Mm -hmm. you it's gonna be a fucking nightmare and Mm -hmm. a lot of people me just go through with whatever because it's too damn hard and too damn expensive so this is really important actually I wish this was around when I was getting married I would have probably canceled the shit out of my wedding (laughs) okay so now that we know backstory and why um so what kind of things you guys offer like aside from clearly like support and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. So we write our breakup Bibles, which are blogs, and a lot of them are stories from other people just about a called off engagement or a serious breakup, um, sort of highlighting the emotions that you go through, the highs and lows of deciding to end some type of long term relationship. But we also provide a lot of ways to recoup the cost of a called off wedding. Okay. So we have resources for where you can go to to sell your dress, your ring, your decoration. Okay, let's go one by one. Sure. Okay, so where do you sell your dress? I didn't even think that that was possible. Also, can you sell a dress if you wore it on your wedding day? Mm-hmm. So they have, there's actually one of the vendors we recommend is called Wear It Once. And mm-hmm. they, it's a resale online marketplace um, for wedding dresses. There are certain retail stores, depending on what cities you live in. We're from Philadelphia, so they have a few retail stores where it's an actual physical location where you can go in to sell your dress. That's crazy. And like, mm-hmm. what can you expect? Like, what percentage back of the dress? It really depends on how old it is and how much you paid for it and certain alterations you made. For example, my dress was a little bit more difficult to sell because I cut off the train completely and most traditional brides want a train. Right. So that lowered my resale Shit. value of the dress. Why did you do that? It looked really good. Because I wanted to look hot <laughs> on my wedding day. <laughs> Okay, so that's so like things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Then um, I know you guys also have a service that involves vendors. Like basically it's kind of like finding somebody to fill your date. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you have all these vendors, your florist, photographer, your actual venue, and a lot of the contracts, you're obligated to pay the full amount unless it's rebooked, like specifically the closer you are to your wedding date. So I know for me... Um, you were 90 days out. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So my invitations had to be paid for in full. Um, the band had to be paid for in full. And I wasn't able to get any of that money back. But we're creating a vendor listing page in the hopes that people can spread the word about their vendor and then someone can rebook it and then you won't be obligated to pay the remaining amount. How much money did you eat 
A lot. A lot. Well, since I don't want to talk lot, about it. I know. <laughs> so really, this is you guys paying it forward. Yeah. Because, Jess, mm-hmm. you said that you also lost thousands of dollars. Exactly. So you guys basically, you paid through the nose, and now mm-hmm. you're teaching people how not to. Correct. Right. But how did you, like, learn, did, 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 like, through trying to get money back, you just learned the system, and it was just too late for you guys? And, like, I think for part Devin, it, yeah. yeah. And I think the other part of it, too, is, like, when you're going through something like calling off your wedding, which, like, is not, like, you don't wake up and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, usually something happens and, like, it's very traumatic. The last thing you want to do is be like, Google, where can I sell my wedding dress? And there's not one consolidated place where you can find all this information. It wasn't until much later when I had the time and energy to actually look into Mm -hmm. it. Okay, what could I do with my dress? What could I do with this? And we even give recommendations for if you have a photographer book and say it's paid for in full, you can make an arrangement with them where they'll do professional headshots. They'll do pictures of you and your dog. So you're at least not just like like throwing money down the garbage. You can get something out of it. Like with your florist, you can set up an arrangement where you can have like anniversary or holiday bouquets or flower arrangements that you can send to people. It's almost like you get a credit with them. Okay, so that's good because like, mm-hmm. the worst thing in the world is just losing money mm-hmm. for no right. reason. You want to at least like get something for what you're paying for. Anything. <laughs> so, okay, so then, so once you like picked yourself up off the ground mm-hmm. and started to research stuff, you're like, shit, there really are options and things you can do. Mm-hmm. So what's the number one thing you would say to somebody who's like questioning? Let's say somebody just got engaged, right? And they're like at the beginning stages. Maybe let's say they've booked what's realistic, a venue, mm-hmm. photographer, band, mm-hmm. florist, okay? Yes. The majors, the holy tr- the holy grail. Um, what would you say like time-wise is the best amount of time to let pass before you call it off the sooner the better, right? The soon- Definitely, the sooner the better. It just gives you more time to spread the word. And the closer you are to the date, usually you have to pay some type of installment um, okay. to each vendor. Mm-hmm. So so what, what, what would you say is like if you're three months in, like you'll be okay or no? I think you'll be okay at any point. If you don't want to get married, don't get married. Um, don't do what I did. You're going to spend more <laughs> money going through a divorce. Seriously. Right. Like if you like you know have more than a couch together with someone like down the line it's going to be expensive so yeah i say before regardless of the timeline like it's going to probably suck a little bit but you're going to get through it and you'll get through it better have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead so newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just 98 dollars a month you can get your choice of any six styles you choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on it's totally up to you there are no parameters you get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands there are no fees there's no late fees no damage fees no fees to pause or cancel so no big deal if you like lose a button uh oh i spilled something on it or you just need to take a break they have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5x as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
I'm sure you guys have heard crazy stories. Have you ever heard of people uh, like ending it the day of the wedding? I haven't heard of anyone calling it off the day of the wedding, but someone that we met through launching DIY, um, she found out two weeks before that her fiance was cheating on her and she ended up going through with it. And then six months later. She didn't tell anyone. Like she didn't tell her family. She she didn't tell her friends because what are you going to do at that point? You just like fake it till you make it, I guess. Mm -hmm. And like she went through with it. And And then they got their marriage Mm -hmm. annulled. Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) I I knew a girl who she's been married now. (laughs) I think she's on the third or fourth. So whatever. Um, No judgment. But she her first wedding. I remember she said that she knew she didn't want to do it the day of. Mm -hmm. But again, she didn't have that. She didn't have the balls to do it. Right. It was like, what am I doing? You know, at least for me, cheating is a non-negotiable. And if he prior to me finding out that he was cheating on me, I didn't want to get married to Mm -hmm. him. I kind of came to the realization this is not what I want forever and love shouldn't feel this way. And the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with, I shouldn't feel this way about him. Can you describe what it felt like? Cause I feel like there's people who um, probably are listening that maybe they don't know. It was a lot of different things. I mean, we had a ton of communication issues. We constantly bickered and fought and it was about things that didn't matter. Mm-hmm. We couldn't agree or see eye to eye on anything. And he just constantly made me feel bad about myself. And it wasn't like the teasing that's like cute and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, I tease people a lot so I get that, but it was the kind of teasing that made me just feel really shitty about myself. Yeah. And we just felt like roommates kind of existing with each other. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, I really struggled with telling like, am I stressed out because of planning the wedding and other things that were going on in our lives at the time? Or is this really the person that I'm not supposed to be with? But I would have gone through with it if I hadn't have found out that he was cheating on me because I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't have any outlets to go to. And I felt kind of like very alone and isolated with how I was feeling. He kind of did you a favor, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell yeah, he did. That's some silver lining (laughs) shit right there. It is. Okay, so we talked about the dress. Um, Where do we reach out to to vendors to see if people can like pick up, like let's say, for example, a venue? Like, right? Like, let's say you're like, we don't want this venue or we're canceling the date. Mm -hmm. How do you get somebody to pick up that venue and that date for you? Where do you go? So I think that right now what we're trying to do is build a community so that if you get to a point where you want to sell your venue, we can post it on our Instagram or post it on a different platform and you can reach out to that venue directly and inquire about the date. Um, That's kind of where we're at at this point is kind of just building a knowledge like, you know, this venue is available. Maybe I've been looking at this venue and it's been booked for however long and now there's a date so I can go in and actually reach out. And yeah, book there it. might be mm-hmm. some people who are dying to go to that venue mm-hmm. and they have to put, po- they have to postpone getting married for a long time because mm-hmm. they can't get a, a date. So. Exactly. Okay. Um, what are other things that are important to consolidate that you guys can help with? So we talked about, so flowers, you can actually get like a credit mm-hmm. um, dress. You can actually resell mm-hmm. um, venue. Somebody kind of swoop, swoops in mm-hmm. photographer. Mm-hmm. You take pictures with your cat. Professional headshots. <laughs> take pictures with your cat. Whatever floats your boat. Um, what else is there? Band. They just serenade you when you're. When, I mean, you could. A birthday party. <laughs> I actually thought about that. So I had to pay for my band in full. Oh. Um, you know. 12 grand, no big deal. No oh, oh, but don't you remember so when that happened, they gave you the option of like playing an mm-hmm. event. So like we could have had Devin's band just like, you know, play I it. actually thought about it. So we, on my wedding date or the date I was supposed to get married, we had what was called Freedom Weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was everyone who's, most of the girls who were invited to the wedding or were my bridesmaids, close friends, things like that. 
Um, we had a big weekend where we all celebrated together, and I thought about that. I was like, I should just have the band show up. I don't yeah. know where oh, they would go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, screw it. Why not? Um, how long did it take you to like recover emotionally from calling it off? Um, I think I recovered pretty quickly. I good. don't think I'm in the norm when it comes to this type of thing. I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing my feelings. Um, so I moved on pretty quickly. Um, I think I felt a huge sigh of relief not being with him anymore. It just felt a lot lighter and life became easier with him not in it. Yeah. So it was easier for me to move on. I mean, there are definitely still things that I'm figuring out and working with. It hasn't even been two years since we woke up and we were together to six. Right. So just adjusting to my new life um, is still what I have certain challenges with. But for the most part pretty good so how how like long was your downtime of like crying and we, being depressed we went no, out no, that, we went out oh my god we're the same person I'm, I'm like we're broken up <laughs> I'm the good. same way yeah right? I would have never left my house again I until like I, I was ready for it yeah we went I out think the next I cried day maybe two times like yeah. the day it happened and then I think a few weeks after I called my mom crying and it was more of like what just happened like I'm living in this house by myself for the first time ever like what the hell am I doing you were just lonely yeah, yeah. like well not for uh, him no you just like wanted like companionship you were just scared yeah. of ghosts yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> ghosts honestly yeah <laughs> I mean I got a security alarm after it was really weird I was like why am I in this like two-bedroom house by myself now mm-hmm. and I was always just used to having like a college roommate or yeah. roommate after I graduated and then him and I was for the first time on my own. Yep, so society, it was bizarre. Society sets us up to be codependent mm-hmm. as fuck. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's so true. Yeah. Being cool, being alone is like the most empowering thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. I'm really bad at it, but I hear it's great. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. It's awesome. I know. During my divorce, I'm like, am I a monster? Because I was like, fine. You know? I know. I kind of felt that way. I was really calm about the entire process. Like, the night I found out, I was like, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. And I just need to tell people. And I went into work that next Monday and that was kind of it. How was telling people though? Were they, was it like harder for everybody else than it was even for you? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Who took it the hardest? Um, My mom. Yeah. I mean, she wanted to slash his tires. She was <laughs> pissed. Yeah. Because he, he was the one who wanted this big wedding. I wasn't. I was more like Jess, where I wanted your non-traditional wedding. I wanted to elope or have some type of a surprise wedding. Something just a little more more my pace and unique. Um, and I planned this big country club wedding for him, and it wasn't what I wanted. And he kind of put me through hell through the entire planning process. And my mom saw me kind of suffer a lot through it, so she was pissed that's an understatement Mm -hmm. just you guys are friends when this went down we were okay so how did you feel omg so uh, (laughs) i mean i can't say that i was shocked like i felt so bad for Devin, just like as a person and i think like that's the hardest part as a friend you want to be able to relate to someone and like understand what you're they're going through to show so like how do i show support to this person who found out her significant other has been cheating on her all i can do is be there but like i remember i was so pit I was like I sat on the stoop at like my old job for like an hour and a half and I think the people walking by were like oh shit like what's her problem (laughs) like I was upset but it's crazy because you know Devin and I became really close a little bit before this whole situation happened and um we were talking and I remember one day this was like I think the craziest thing I've ever done in my life but Devin was sharing like information with me about like you know leading up to the wedding and how she was feeling and I remember thinking about it and I'm a Scorpio. So like I am like an investigator, like that's what I do. And so I said to Devin, I was like, we were walking. I can like see it right now. 
We're walking down the street, Philadelphia, and I'm like, Devin, I need to ask you something. And if I'm wrong, I'm so sorry in advance. Like, and I have absolutely nothing to back this up, but have you ever considered that he's cheating on you? I know. And then I blacked out because I don't remember what happened after that because I was so nervous that I said it. But I just like felt I like felt it. And I asked her and it was one of the craziest things I think as a friend I've ever had to do because. Mm-hmm. And what would, what was your response? I had it didn't upset me that she asked me that. And she just was the only person who I was truly honest with about most things going on in our relationship. I didn't tell my family or my other friends the, thing, the things that I was sharing with Jess. Mm-hmm. Um and my initial reaction was to like, I should probably look into this. And then is, is that how you found out? Kind of. It happened in a kind of crazy way. Everything that happened from that point on, it just kind of came to me. But I was, it wasn't like I was out there like searching for information. I wasn't like following him, going mm-hmm. through you his know what, phone. Though? I love when a guy's like doing something shady and then he gets caught and he's like, but you were like following me or like going through my phone. It's like, you, you got fucking caught. It doesn't right. matter. Just own it. Stop, yeah, stop deflecting. It's called yeah. female intuition. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then I started just paying attention more. Um, and, I was just more aware of what was going on. And there had been times that we were together where I had thought maybe that he had before. So what she said to me didn't catch me that off guard. And I hadn't, I, you just feel it. Like you knew, I knew something was wrong and I knew that there was tension between us and just something was off and not right. Um, so then when I found out, I was like, oh, Jess was right. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Okay, so um, an, a question that, I have and that the audience has been asking too is I know you guys also help people um, sell their rings. Rings are expensive mm-hmm. and a lot of time. So um, one of our producers here, Mike, I'm going to shout him out. He was, he typical guy was like, well, what about like the ring? Shouldn't the guy get it back technically? And I was like, he's like from a moral standpoint. And I was like, uh, Mike, if the guy cheats, he definitely fucking doesn't get the <laughs> ring back. So he was like, fair, fair. But he said, but what if the girl calls it off just because like, she fell out of love. Mm-hmm. Then should she give the ring back? So what are our thoughts about the ring? I mean, did you keep your ring? I didn't. You did not? <laughs> no, I didn't. He asked for it <laughs> he back. Asked her back. Oh, I really wish he had <laughs> said no. Legally, well, so, it, so it, there's, there's, there's a laws. law. Okay, what, mm-hmm. what's the law? Depends I, on the state. I think it depends on the state that you live in, but I think in most states, unless it's given to you on Christmas, a birthday, any type of significant holiday, you are obligated to give it back to the person. If you don't get married. Mm -hmm. Once you're married, that fucker's yours. Because my ex gave me... Community property. Because my ex gave it to me. He was like, please keep the ring. And I was like, "Uh, I legally get to... Give me that. You're not getting favors. (laughs) Um, But... And I was like, I might need to sell that someday to pay my rent or some shit. But that's interesting. Well, that's my question. So I have... My plan when we got divorced was... I'm to take that ring i'm gonna sell it maybe it's rent maybe it's you know something in the in the future and now mm-hmm. that i'm with my girlfriend taylor mm-hmm. now we both need rings so mm-hmm. i'm like that would be great if i could sell that ring and then get two like two fur you right. know yeah. bogo bogo um <laughs> but i hear that the resale of diamonds is like atrocious is that true or false well so i didn't sell my ring from the vendors that we reviewed i think you can get a pretty decent amount back um i think if you're trying to sell the ring and get another ring or two rings out of it, the best is to go to some type of local jeweler. Okay. Um, I know a lot of jewelers in Philadelphia, they do buy diamonds, loose diamonds or settings. Um, and they have two different options where one, they'll appraise it on the spot, give you cash or a check. 
or you have a consignment option where they can actually try to resell it to someone else. If you do a consignment option, you usually get more back than if the actual jeweler were to buy it from you. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good too. And then also the third option is, I mean, if you're going to trade it in and then spend money there, right. mm-hmm. then that would probably be ideal for them to give you a Absolutely. better price than if they're just going to give you straight up cash, right? right? Absolutely. Huh, okay. And there are also different online places too where they have um, diamond buyers and appraisers and they'll give you a quote and then you can mail it in mm-hmm. if you have your certificate with the diamond. I will walk it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will definitely, I mean, that's the only thing too. It's like, I don't know who I can trust. So these are the types right. of answers that we can get. Mm-hmm. Or quite, we, we have these questions. Mm-hmm. We get answered these types of questions yes. with uh, you guys. Yes. So on our site, we review all of our top vendors um, for buying and selling diamonds. Amazing. And engagement rings. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what is the site actually? DIYbreakup.com. DIYbreakup.com. Okay. So um, going back just to like the idea of calling off the wedding, what's the most difficult part of calling off a wedding? Telling people. Telling your families. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And friends. Yes. Just making people aware. I remember we were at work one time and we sit in an open office and this was when Jess and I still work together. And someone just walked up to our pod and was like, are you getting excited for the date? And I was like, oh, oh I was like slow motion shit. shaking my head. Like, <laughs> wow, I was like, weather. yeah, this crazy thing happened. It yeah. just called it off. He was cheating on me. Not going to happen. And everyone's reaction is like, like oh, oh, my God. Everyone makes a bigger reaction. But people love the drama then, about it. Yeah. I know. And then they want to hear the whole story. Yeah. Like I just did. I pride. <laughs> no, it's OK. I'm an open book. Um, What are the most common situations you guys are seeing in your line of work? Like what are the like what's more? common people calling off venues and like staying together or is it people like calling off weddings altogether people calling off weddings we're seeing a lot of people who are in more toxic relationships okay um and they're deciding to call off the wedding just because they cannot be with this person any longer and people kind of like you that were like you know i wish that this site was around when right. i was going through That's something similar because i felt so alone and like i felt like i couldn't talk to anyone about it so yep. people who have gone through with calling it off maybe like years ago and now they're like, hey, look, here's my my place. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the craziest thing that you guys have seen so far in the business mm. of breaking up? The crazy, Just some of the stories. So every mm-hmm. Sunday we do share your story um, and it's usually from someone who's a follower of ours um, and just the things that they say what about, about the, the breakup. What? Yeah, there is one person who... I, she broke up with someone using like lyrics from an insane oh, song, which was, was funny. Like people would just send us like the most <laughs> yeah, like random stuff. The girl but there are ruined her engagement. Yeah, she found out about her engagement and then he de- and he knew and then decided not to propose. And so she waited the entire mm-hmm. day for it to happen. Oh no. And then she freaked out in the car and was like, Are you really gonna propose to me in the car? And he was like, Actually I'm not proposing at all. Like I don't wanna be with you anymore. He's uh-uh. like, You're not mm-hmm. uh-uh. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, then they broke up. Shit, well, I was going to ask, who seems to be doing more of the breaking up, the guys or the girls? I think it's, I mean, I don't know. I think guys are just not as open about it. Like, we'll get a lot of messages on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. just kind of sharing uh, their brief story. But the people who are actually submitting their short stories to be shared on our site are more female-driven. Yeah. But I think the guys are out there, too, and they have their stuff and... yeah. They're just more reluctant to share and put it out there. Um, okay, what is the easiest thing? These are questions from the actual audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the easiest thing to get your money back for? 
I would say decorations. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of, I mean, like a lot of the signs and stuff. Right. You would have like the welcome signs. Or like And if you have like candle Mm -hmm. holders and stuff, linens. Also, like even selling your shoes or something like that, you can Mm -hmm. use a site. Like we used Poshmark to sell Devin's shoes and Uh she was able to make some of that money back. So some yeah, just little nice shoes for me. She got me a pretty good deal. Yeah. What were the shoes? Bargained. What kind were they? Yeah. They were like a Badgley Mishka shoe. That was a good shoe. Yeah, they but they nice. were ugly. They were like a little kitten heel oh, because were we were nice. kind of the same he- <laughs> kind of the same height. So I had to so wear a short heel. little tiny heel. That's fucking so hysterical. <laughs> um, what's the most difficult thing to get your money back for? The venue. The venue, the, period of story. Yeah. yeah. I think the band, just because of how expensive it was in the venue, just any, the more it costs, the harder it is to get rid of. Yep. Or get your money back for. Yeah. And it's so specific, too. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a date that you're literally working out everything around that date. Like, if you want to have a wedding at this venue, but that's not the date you're looking for, you're probably not going to move forward with, like, rebooking right. it. Right. You guys have breakup resources, listings to sell your stuff, and ways to get money back from vendors. Would either of you consider yourselves specialists in any of these fields? Or is it really the community that just helps each other out? Or do you think you're experts? I would say we're experts. We've done our research. We've done our research. I mean, Jess and I have both lived it firsthand. Mm -hmm. um, And we've sold, I mean, at least for myself, like I was able to sell a lot of things that were wedding wedding related. And I know what I could have used when I did call off my wedding. And when Jess canceled her venue, she knows what she could have used in those types of situations. Yeah. And we've both. Give us credit. I think we're experts. I think you are too, actually. We went through it personally, but also Mm -hmm. that's why the community is so important. So we can Mm -hmm. like, share it like we can be experts all we want but who are we helping at that point no one so i think it's yeah, it's both. Well, speaking of how much of the information you receive for lists is researched by you guys and how much of it comes from brides who actually also call off their weddings. I would say the majority has just come from us experiencing it firsthand Uh and from doing our own research. Are you have have you learned any little tips or tricks from people who have recently called off their weddings? Tips or tricks? I mean if you're thinking about it, do it. I don't know. That's the tip that I would say. But tips or trip, tricks in terms of like recouping some of the costs. Yeah. yeah. Mm, not really. Most of the messages or outreach that we receive is just more people sharing their stories and just certain emotions that they felt from calling off their wedding. Not actually what they did to call it off. It's more about the relationship that they were in that they ended. I don't know if there's research or statistics on this, but I wonder how many couples before their wedding day considered calling off their I wedding. I feel like all of them do. Like you know, I'm I know, in a right? very happy marriage right now, but I feel like there's always those fights kind of leading up to it. Like we kind of, you know, we wrote an article, is it red flags or wedding stress? And like, Ooh, I like this. Yes, um, what are some of the examples? There was to put you on the spot. so many. I feel like red flag, like are you fighting about like fundamentally wrong like are you fighting about things that can't change? Like are you fighting about things that don't have to do with the wedding or is like are you just stressed out and like you know i want pink flowers and i want green flowers like are your fights like legitimate we can't move past this yeah my my ex and i had an earth-shattering fight about kids and religion i was catholic he's jewish Mm -hmm. and i was so down to raise them both but like the idea of not getting to raise them at anything christian like i get it trust me i get why that's like a hard thing but i just we had kind of agreed Mm -hmm. that we were going to do both and then he kind of threw me like well no one in my family can know about that and i was like wait 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 what 
And I remember I like took a walk around the park they were living by, called my parents, I was crying, and I was like, this is like some fundamental shit. Right. Like, this is like... That's important. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with this. You know what I mean? It was like, I was like, can't we just compromise mm-hmm. and then he was like we could let the kids pick and i was like you can't let kids pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be right. by somebody <laughs> me but it was like that would not work so yeah. so, th- so you would say that's a red flag yeah i mean like if there's like large issues in your relationship and like i don't know i always look at it like if you're going through all of this because you think the end of it is going to like be this beautiful wedding and like that's what you're looking forward to and like you can't see past that and like look at your life together and like waking up with this person like that person being your literal other half for the rest of forever then you're probably you should take a step back and really consider why you're going through with this wedding yeah i know Mm -hmm. sometimes just a really big party Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. parties are fun but like they are but you have a birthday every year. Exactly. So just ball out, queen, yeah. on your birthday. <laughs> um, Devin, you want to get married, yes? Yes, I do. Will you have a big wedding or will you do something super simple? I will do something super simple. Like what? I would love to elope. I always had this vision of myself just being in Italy with my family, whoever I decide to marry, their family, a few close friends. That sounds ideal and amazing to me. Um, I also have heard of people having surprise weddings where you just invite everyone over for an engagement party or something. And it's like, hey, no, actually, we're getting married. Um, just something low key. I know. Something right? where I can wear a short dress too. Right. And just move and dance and get drunk and not have to worry about remembering every little detail because I spent thousands and thousands of dollars on it. Yeah. It's amazing when you like have that wedding or got divorced, how like your perspective does kind of change, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I just have to stick to what I want. And I mean, obviously, compromise is important in any relationship. Yes. But just not give up too much of myself or what I want just to make someone else happy. And I think that was a huge trap I fell into before. Devin, what are essential steps for bouncing back after a breakup? Definitely surround yourself with people who care about you and lift you up and make you feel good. Um, I think a huge thing for me was staying busy. Yep. Um, obviously, you you need to sit with your feelings. You can't pretend like it never happened because I think it will come and haunt you a little bit later. Um, but just, you know, not sulking for too long or just feeling down and out. Um, I mean, for me, it's like I had two choices. I could sit here and be sad forever and feel bad about myself and have a pity party or I could just go out and live my life and just experience everything that I could and have an actual party yes which we did <laughs> yeah and then did you get right back into dating or did you- I did yeah I, I think did. that's good yeah I mean it was it was good and bad because it was like any person who I could actually see a future with like I wasn't ready to like jump right in right like the person that I'm seeing now we started talking like right after the breakup and then we didn't talk for like four or five months just because like we both knew it was too soon. And yep. I'm happy that we reconnected later on because things are really great now. Um, but if we had tried dating like right after the breakup, like in a serious relationship, it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah, you had a little bit of baggage. Yeah, just a little. Um, <laughs> also, when did you like tell guys that you were hooking up with or dating about that? Like at what point? I avoided it. I, I would n- too. I mean, I never, no mm-hmm. one ever sits in a conversation or when you're on a date with someone, no one's like, oh, I'm having so much fun talking about you and your ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Like, this is a great time. <laughs> um, no one feels that way. So, I mean, 
a lot of the people that I did go on dates with, I feel like we had mutual friends, so they knew, so I didn't have to tell them. That's a dream. Which was nice. Um, I need to stop dating people from my town, but it's something I just kept doing. Um, but I wouldn't, unless someone asked, like, what was your last relationship, then I would tell them, and I would only give, like, very little details until I felt comfortable. Like, I don't think there's a right or wrong amount of time that you should wait. It's just when do you feel comfortable and when do you feel like you can trust the person that you're telling your story to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And until then, you can just join the group and feel mm -hmm. all the love and support. Okay, so we actually have a Facebook group, guys, uh, that you can join. It's called Betch's Brides Facebook group. And um, people throw up their personal stories, um, dramas, st stuff of that nature. And um, every now and then, we pull a situation from the Facebook group and we discuss it here on the podcast. Ooh. Okay, so are you ready for it? Ready. This is the Facebook debate of of the week brought to you by Brideside. It's a better way to shop for bridesmaids dresses people and now bridal gowns. They've got gowns for every budget and every body type. I love Brideside. They are size inclusive. They go up to a size 28 and they even start at a very competitive $150. Now that's what I'm talking about. So use our code BRIDES for $20 off your first bridesmaid's dress order at Brideside and visit Brideside.com to sign up or book an appointment. Again, visit Brideside.com where you can sign up for a free stylist or book a showroom appointment if you're in New York, Chicago, Charlotte, and now Boston. A friend just let me know that they are canceling their wedding in February and breaking up. Mm -hmm. She has paid for all the vendors on her own, but still owes them the final payments. Does anyone have any advice on how to get some money back or to find someone to take her vendors? I think it's pretty simple, right? Yeah. Go to DIYbreakup.com. DIYbreakup.com. And we'll probably be able to get you some sort of a hookup for the vendor, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, any other suggestions? For me, one of the ways that I was able to pay back everything is so I did give the ring back to my ex. And when I gave it back to him, I made the agreement that if I gave this ring back, he would have to sell it or do whatever with it. But then he had to write a check to my parents paying them back for every single thing that we paid for the wedding because my parents paid for all of it. And I couldn't live with myself knowing that they put so much money towards this day and then they were out all of that. Cash. Because and of it, his actions, quite right. frankly. And they didn't ask to be a part of this. It was a situation that I didn't like put want to put them in, but at the end of the day they were there because of of me and my relationship. Um so he did do it. I I'm assuming he sold the ring because I got the notice in the mail that he canceled the insurance on it. Okay. Um so I'm assuming that that's how he paid them back. Um, but that's also another option. That's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Just charge the dude. Yeah. Yep. yep. Then you bring an invoice. You Especially if he has the ring. <laughs> yeah. Or if he's going to be a dick about it. Yeah. Somehow figure out how you can yeah. legally keep that fucker. And then you sell it. And then <laughs> yeah. you pay your parents back yeah. or whatever. My recommendation to anyone getting married too is have both your names on all of the contracts. Because then it's not one person is obligated to pay for it over the other. And you don't have to rely on someone to call and cancel and like follow up. You can take like you can just do it yourself. Yeah. That's a really good point, actually. Mm -hmm. Jeez, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah, and moving forward, put your names on everything that everything. you can together. Mm -hmm. That's really good for real estate, too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys, um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for this having This is great. Us. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you for taking lemons and turning it into fucking Mike's Hard Lemonade. 
<laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Dev and Jess, thank you so much. You guys, make sure to follow them on Instagram as well, at DIY Breakup, and um, they can just go to DIYBreakup.com yep. to join all the fun. All the fun. <laughs> I'll be joining, actually. I have a lot of questions. I need to sell that fucking ring. Yeah, um, we, got, we got you. You guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week with another amazing episode of Betches Brides. Bye, guys. Betches.